It's no surprise that the most venomous fish in the world is found in none other than the land down under. Hidden among the rocks and coral in Australia and the surrounding islands, the reef stonefish never backs down from a fight. Instead, it attacks with a vitriolic and very venomous vengeance. Its venom is so powerful, it's worked its way into the folklore and rituals of the natives. But affecting the heart, mind, and soles of your feet is how the stonefish gets by here in life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's your 30 minutes of interesting animal information. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. Thank you to Cassie for the creation of our theme song. To hear more of Cassie's music, please search Cassie Michelle on YouTube or Spotify. And thank you to Johanna for the creation of this week's artwork. To check that out, you can follow us on Facebook or Twitter at LD Taxonomy, or visit us at our home on the web at LDTaxonomy.com. And a very special thank you to our patrons, to Tristan Taylor, Jesse Raspolich, Carol Raspolich, and Richard Kaspar. Thank you so much for your support. It's greatly appreciated. Thanks for helping us keep the lights on. And today we're talking about a stone at the bottom of the sea. Uh, definitely don't be on that later. Stone on the bump in the log and the hole in the bottom of the sea. Exactly. But yeah, we're talking about a, a stone you don't want to pick up and throw. The stone fish, you might even say. You want to put a sword in this stone. Or it'll put a sword. Even in then, you. it's still still dangerous. Um, but yeah, what what else is it called? Oh, it's the, this is so. This is the reef stonefish in particular. This is a this is superlative. This is the best in class. Um, but we're gonna call it here butter fins because like fins are okay. The rest of it's super ugly. Uh, it's, we're gonna call it bootstrap bill because it's part of the crew part of the ship uh, and we're gonna call it spooky spiky scalefish spooky spiky scalefish I like the remix of that song a lot um, and then coral <laughs> Bibby suggested Bibby was like uh, is Johanna done with the artwork because it would be really funny if she just took a picture of Rick Grimes going coral and then like it's just the stonefish like in the wall just <laughs> looking away from him <laughs> she's not done with that artwork but yeah, I don't think she'll do that <laughs> can we com can we commission special art <laughs> special meme art um, don't you, isn't butter, butter fin the opposite of what you mean? Did you say the fins were nice looking, but everything else is not? Oh yeah, I guess it's the opposite. Yeah, I threw that one in there at, at the end. Oh, we can, we can throw that one. I, <laughs> I, I do have three. Yes. Okay. Um, do you want to know what science calls this thing? I would like to hear a science. Well, it's in the kingdom you know, love, and are in the kingdom Animalia. It's in the phylum Chordata. It's in the class Actinoptergy. It's fish with bones. That's the, that's the one word that I'm always surprised that I can spell uh, first try. That is hard. It's got two eyes in a row at a certain point. And it's Actinoptergy. There's a Y before the G. But yeah, I always 
I don't know. It just it flows. It's one of those things that I I would if if I was in a spelling bee and that and just like that would be the last word and I would be I'd be vindicated at the end of the movie because I I knew that one. Mine would be aminobutyric gamma aminobutyric acid. <laughs> uh, the order is scorpaniformes. Scorpaniformes. A E. I'd say scorpaniformes. A E is a isn't that A? Pain yeah. without love. <laughs> the family is Scorpanidae. Uh, and the genus is Sinaceae. 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 Could be that. Sinancia. <laughs> That's what the yeah that works too. Sinancia. Did it sinancia? There's no extra n though. Oh no, there is. There is sinancia. I didn't. I didn't write it into my notes. I need to. I, I misspelled it in the notes. Yeah, sinancia. That makes sense. So the binomial name is sinancia varicosa. Is that going to be your second-born daughter's name, sinancia? Sinancia. Crustacea and sinancia. Yeah, and varicosa. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a pretty good one. But since we're in the business of naming things, it's time for my favorite part of the show, c -c -c critter groups. The part of the show where I ask you, Joe, a question, and that question is the same every time. What is the name of a group of this animal, or what is the term of entry, or what is the collective noun? Three ways to ask the same question if you saw a group of stone, or sorry, Wow, I am just on autopilot. <laughs> it's time for nitty-gritty nomenclature. <laughs> it's time for a completely different show where I ask uh, you a question, and that question is, what does the binomial nomenclature mean in English? Uh, because stonefish don't really get together in groups very much, and I, I couldn't even find confirmation that they were called a school, so... Um, a pile of stonefish. A, pi a pile of stonefish. Uh, a rubble of stonefish. A roller of stone. Ro rolling stonefish. Mm. Um, a moss. Uh, yeah. So we have Sinancia vercosa. Vercosa. What does that mean, Joe? Does it mean A, warty veins? Does it mean B, spiky fins? Does it mean C, stony skin? Or does it mean D, truthful thing? I know the veins one is a red herring because of varicose veins. But I don't think varicose veins means veins, veins, in automobiles. Um... <laughs> Ew. <laughs> That's the worst movie I've ever thought of. <laughs> what was the last? So there's a human centipede and then veins, veins, and automobiles. <laughs> what were the last two again? Uh, stony skin and truthful thing. Truthful thing? Yeah. It's not a truthful thing. It looks like what it's not. 
and what it's not is a stone. Truthful thing, you said? Yes. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with truthful thing, final answer. That is incorrect. Oop. The answer is warty veins. What? So varicose veins yes. means veins, veins? Um, It's, well, because it's Latin or Greek, it's the opposite. So actually varicosa means covered in warts. Hmm. And then synesia, synancia must mean veins. Anyway, I was going to say warty veins. Vein warts sounds like the worst magical school. Unless they're warts that don't matter. All warts matter, Joe. <laughs> um, would you like to know what its size is in relation? Or do you... We're no, I have to, to describe it. This boy yeah like and it is also, striking when i first saw varicosa i first thing i thought of was veruca and then i remembered that there's a there's that scene in charlie and the chocolate factory no willy wonk charlie Wonka and the Bunk. chocolate factory mm-hmm. where johnny depp says i thought a veruca was a wart you got at the bottom of your foot and tar- what it it means full of warts huh that is, that is what that, that little girl's name means. A salt, a salty wart. It, and as it should. As It's very apropos. Okay. Would you like to know what it sounds like? I mean, looks like. No, I want to know what it looks okay. like. It probably doesn't sound like much. It lives underwater. Um, yeah. St- blub, blub, I imagine. Yeah, exactly that. Stonefish looks something like a stone, wouldn't you believe it? Wouldn't you? I I, I can. Uh, sh- I can suspend my disbelief. They're short and stout, like a teapot, with a bulldog expression and eyes beset on top of their heads. Like a little frog um, with fins. So stonefish can be striking with mottled yellow, orange, and red. Uh, but they also appear in brown and rust color, like really rusty. Like it looks like actual rust. On the Wikipedia page, next to toxicity. I'm cutting that out. Um, uh, they're they're scaleless, like Seath or whatever his name is. Um, but they have bumpy <laughs> bumpy warts, kind of like coral. Coral doesn't have warts, warts, but it's bumpy. Um, and stonefish have large and broad pectoral fins that extend outward. They they fly. They look like Dumbo ears, but they fly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that brings us to its size and dimensions. What could it be? How big is it? So welcome to the Beloved Measure Up segment, the official listener's favorite part of the show, the part of the show when we present the animal size and dimensions in relatable terms through a quiz that's fun for the entire family. Um, it's also part of the show that's introduced by you when you send an audio yourself saying, saying you're chittering the words measure up into ldtaxonomy at gmail.com. We don't have a new measure up intro this week. Such a shame. Mm. What a shame. But I'm going to go 
into the archives. Maybe it'll boost our morale. And boost our immune system. Mm-hmm. This is some vitamin C for critter groups. Vitamin c critter groups. Did I tell? Did I say the story of Johnny the the bear at the Jacksonville Zoo? Mm, I don't remember. It's. I don't know if I said it on the show, but if if not, um, it. Like the, we we have two brown bears, the Florida section of the of the J- Jacksonville Zoo. There's a wild Florida section. Since we have bears, just like we have every every dangerous thing lives here, um, they they have two or had two brown bears because one of them named Johnny got out of the enclosure on the train on the the zookeeper side, not the visitor side. Um, and attacked one of the zookeepers, and the lethal team had to take it down, take him down. And that was like two weeks ago. Wow. Or th- two or three weeks ago. So now there's only one bear. Johnny, no. Justice for Johnny. Uh, because the problem was that it was just all work and no play. Ah, uh, I made, made him a Johnny. doll boy. A doll boy. <laughs> Okay, I got one. Are you ready? Yeah. Without further ado, the listener's favorite part of the show. Do you remember that one? I heard part of it, and it kind of cut out at the end. It it kind of... Is that White Wizard Gandalf? No, it's Chris from Play Comics. Remember Chris from Play Comics? Oh, yeah, Play Comics. He... He might have sent us the first ever measure up. Really? Twelve. When did we start? It's twelve. When did we start measure ups? This is twenty eighteen. This is from. Uh, we started this at the, I think, end of twenty seventeen. I think it was like, or maybe January. I think it may have been January of twenty eighteen that we started this show. Unless other people sent earlier ones to a different email address, this might be the first one ever. Or without including the words measure up into in in their email. But thanks, Chris. Thanks for maybe the first measure up ever, intro-wise. Those are the good old days. Yeah, we did measure up I mean, a little differently the- for a while. Like, yeah, it wasn't a quiz. And then we made it a quiz. And then, then we made it like the part of the show that that's introduced by you. So there was some 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 episodes of Measure Up before even the first intro. It's evolved mm-hmm. as the show has, as it should. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's talk about length. How um how long is it? It's about forty centimeters or sixteen inches. That's the upper end of average. I saw like 20 something centimeters being 27, maybe being more uh, typical, but uh, upper end of average, 16 inches, a little over a foot. How many stonefish go into a sarcia or sarisi? Excuse me. A sarisa, a sarissa. 
Spelled like Marissa with an S at the beginning. Um, is that a um kind of Sultan? No. Is, is that a is that a, a South Asian ruler? It's a kind of a build a off of uh, our last episode. It's a type of weapon. Here's a hint. Boy, I, I have changed so many diapers since the last episode. Uh, it is the the smell has just eradicated my memory. <laughs> How about you? Ref- literally freshen it up. Refresh my memory. I haven't uh, t- changed even a single diaper. So here's a hint: a Sarissa. It's who do, who do you, who do you, who do you look like, Sarissa? Who's that? Me? Something. It's a, it's a TikTok. Here's a hint: a Sarissa what? is a pile. Uh, is a pike, excuse me, that was first introduced by Philip II, Philip II of Macedonia in the 300, 300s BC. It was an important introduction to the phalanx formation that was used in it, in Macedonia. How long was a service? Yeah, last, last week we talked about the weight of a rapier. And a, a claymore, more specifically. Oh yeah, with well, claymore was the answer. Um, the length of a sarissa used in pikic formations. In, in phalanx formations, it is a pike. Formations. Not the fish. It mind. is a pike or a cousin of the pike. Yeah. Not the fish. Because pikes you. are just are are just so they're just so long. Um, wow, I'd say a pike is probably, eight, eight feet. Maybe even longer, but I'm going to go with eight feet. So I'm going to say six, six, um, a stonefish. Six stone. <laughs> Final answer. Not, not in weight, but in length. Yes. The correct answer is 15 stonefish. Uh, what? The Sarissa a... was 20 feet long. Oh, boy. Six yeah, meters. I, I knew they were long. I didn't think they were that long. That's quite long. I guess you... It, I guess if you're trying to skewer horses, you want to, you want that to happen as far away from you as possible. True. If you're making a horse kebab, I can't. I can't imagine like p- picking something like that up at one end and expecting it to just do whatever you want it to do <laughs> on the other end, twenty feet away. I'm sure you're not getting the full length out of it. That's that's for sure. You're you're somewhere closer to the middle. Or I think, if I remember right, like pikes, they would dig into the ground when they were, when they were in like a static formation. They would, it would just kind of be a mobile spike that that came out. But hey, when the Rohirrim are charging down the hill to Helm's Deep, you got to have something to stab those horses with. Yeah. If you don't have anything to stab horses with, what are you doing in battle? Not stabbing horses. Yeah, you, that's it's, it's too true. Too true these days. That's like half the battle. Stabbing horses is half the battle. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the other half is stabbing people. Once you've stabbed all the horses, like most of the hard work is done. Yeah. I, I would say. Um, ha, let's, let's have a Jeopardy style question. So they're 40 meters or 131 feet. How many uh, stone... F Oops. Wait, wait. One second. I forgot to make this a Jeopardy style question. So around 136 stonefish living depths. Sorry. I'm telling you the depth that they live at. 40 meters, 131 feet. So around 136 stonefish depths go into the max depth of this ocean. What is that ocean? 5,400 feet. Hmm? The max depth of this ocean. 5,400 feet. You mean 5,400 meters? You say 40 meters? Yeah. Or feet. Okay, yes. 131 yes, meters. Feet. Uh, well, it's probably, there aren't that many oceans to choose from, so it's probably either the Arctic or the Indian, um, and I will go with the Indian Ocean since it's more related to our, the animal at hand, the animal that we don't want anywhere near our hands. Indian Ocean? A stonefish in the hand is, is a bad time. That's true. This, I don't care how many are in the bush dying and of and, and gasping for for air. Did I tell you that this ocean is the shallowest ocean on Earth? That's your hint. Um, I think you s said something like that, and I'm sticking with my answer. I wanted Indian to weed out ocean. all of the oceans on other planets. There's there might be one shallower somewhere else. Right. I was going to say the Sea of Tranquility, but I I'm I went ahead and changed my answer at the last second. To Indian, final answer? Yep. The correct answer is the Arctic Ocean. It's Of course it is. <laughs> it's 17,881 it's feet. Or 5,450 meters. <laughs> That's a tough loss. That's a tough loss. How do you how do you say what the depth of an ocean is at like, its deepest? Is that just its max depth? Yeah. Okay. Max depth. That's what I said. The stonefish goes into the 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 max depth of this ocean, 136 times. I feel like if people living around the Indian Ocean wanted to, um, or if people living around the Arctic Ocean wanted to go ahead and no one does. Um, no, nah, nobody actually. No, no, never. Some mind. people do. Nobody wants to do anything. The Arctic people. Nobody lives around the they can Antarctic, make but they live around the Arctic. Um, the Antarctic is a little bit more, or like the 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 people that live closest to the Antarctic. It's it's much more of a um, temperate climate than the Arctic. Then we I think we said this not too long ago. Um, unless you believe that the Earth is flat and the Arctic is just a just a wall of ice around the the edge of the disc. We a wall of ice and on. fire. Yeah, just don't let John Snow anywhere near it because uh, he'll he'll melt it or whatever he does. I I don't know exactly what he does with it in the in in the in the book.
Would you like to listen to some fast facts before we get into the thick fact? The deep fact? The the girthy fact, yes. Okay, let's talk about that range. The sunfish lives in waters north of the Tropic of Capricorn. Do you know where that is? It is the where the goats live. Yeah. Um, it's a cornucopia of goats. Um, it's a, uh, it's the, it's beneath the equator. It's the tropics, um, south of the equator. And it ends at the, the subtropics begin at the Tropic of Capricorn, I think. Um, but it is definitely south of the equator. They enjoy shallow coastal waters in the Pacific and Indian oceans, especially around coral reefs. Coral Reeves, Christopher Reeves. Um, they are also Superman fish. They are also found in the Red Sea and possibly even the Mediterranean and Suez Canal. Uh, but what do they eat? They eat small fish, shrimp, and other crustaceans, and pretty much anything that will fit into their mouths. Uh, they're ambush predators, and they use camouflage to hide and wait. For something to come by. Their coloration and uh, their bumpy skin kind of makes them look like a piece of coral uh, or a rock in the sand. So they're very good at hiding. And um, when the prey arrives, they can swallow a whole um, a, a whole crustacean or something uh, in 0.015 seconds. So it's like, I would say a blink, a, a blink of an eye, but it's less than that. A, a human blink is 0 0.3 seconds. This is 0 0.015 that is so slow. seconds. Yeah. Why do we blink so slow? Because we're dumb. <laughs> we're so dumb. Blink faster. Stop slow blinking. You gotta blink. We're missing so much. We're missing so many uh, stonefish kills. Yeah, because we're too busy blinking. You really could miss it. You could miss. You could miss several stonefish, like uh, several two about two, several <laughs> two, just two. Well, you said point one five. Point zero seconds, and our blinks take point three. Oh, okay, yeah. No, we could miss 20, right? <laughs> <laughs> they, they could snap up 20 things in the time it takes us to blink. That's not that's not the case, but... Yeah, not exactly. I don't think they do it back-to-back. -back. They can't string them together but like that. Maybe, it's a one-and-done maybe situation. Maybe 20 stonefish in a row could, like, synchronize so that they go one after another. And uh, oh, like that, um, the like those those speed, um, gunslingers that like they, they can shoot two things, but it looks like just one happened because it happens faster than, yeah, like you can really register the frames, life frames. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I got. Um, do you have anything interesting about it, or should we just end the episode here? Uh. Option B. Okay. Bye, everybody. Um, <laughs> no, we're going to go into the major fact, and I'm calling it point taken. Um, <laughs> That's pretty good. The 
stonefish the, the or the, the the stonefish isn't kind it is isn't man i messed this up i feel like i need to restart it um the stoner fish isn't pushing the kind of the kind stuff to your kids what the it's they're deadly <laughs> and it's high times we took note of it this is why i don't write jokes Did you say high times down it <laughs> <laughs> <This> doesn't work <laughs> Because all I, when I was writing these notes, I was just thinking of stoner fish, and then I didn't say it. It's even under grammarly underlined it because it's an incorrect. Um, anyway, uh, the the this fish deals with drugs, but it's uh they're not they're they're deadly. Yeah, like drugs can be. Um, it actually takes the cake as the most venomous fish in the world. Uh, and potentially the most dangerous fish in the world due to its habits. Although, I would probably say like bull shark or something like that, and not as a not not as a euphemism, but as I just realized that sounded terrible. I call bull shark on that. <laughs> Did not mean that that to come out like that. But I would say the bull shark is probably the most dangerous. But, um. So the way that the, uh, the the stonefish works is that it it doesn't swim away when it's threatened. It does all this camouflaging um, into the rocks, into the coral, and the sand, and all that stuff. Um, but when it's threatened, it'll just jut out up to fourteen needle sharp spikes uh, that are attached to specialized glands filled with the deadliest toxin known. To fish kind called the verucotoxin the wart toxin or covered in warts toxin disgusting uh <laughs> that's disgusting <laughs> um this hard <laughs> solo you're a dead man um the the spike these spikes are so sharp they can even get you through the sole of your boot you stand no chance if you step on these boys you gotta be wearing, like, medieval armor while you're holding your sarissa. Hit it with a Yeah, hit it uh, with the, the sarissa. Um, if you're if you're if you're clad head to toe in metal, medieval armor and you step on one of these bad boys, you'll probably be fine, uh, but then you will drown. So, you know, it's it's kind of like a give and take in situations like that, I suppose. Um. The toxin itself is a mix of enzymes and proteins, and we're, I, I think it's been a while since we've talked about how to measure toxicity, so I will explain it again. Um, it, it has, toxicity is measured uh, using a metric called LD50, mm -hmm. which is lethal dose 50%, basically. The amount of a toxin needed to kill 50% of a population of mice. Um, that is, I, I feel like there should be a better way, a better, like, metric to use for this, but, like, just make a scale, make a Scoville scale, like, like the capsaicin, um, <laughs> but, nope, we're going with this. Um, and it, it varies really widely, too, like, uh, so for the, this toxin, the verucotoxin, uh, it is, it gets down to as low as 38 UGKG, which is micrograms per kilogram. Um, 
so you just need 38 micrograms uh, for every kilogram of mass to kill 50% of a, of a group of mice. Um, a microgram is about the size of or the weight of a, gr a grain of table salt. So not a grain of rice, a grain of salt, very fine salt. Um, as a reference, the King Cobra has an LD50. Their venom has an LD50 of 282. So this is 38. Many, many times more deadly than um, the King Cobra venom. It's far from the most deadly, though. Um, the most deadly is the poison dart frog in the world, like of all animals. Um, and that's two micrograms per kilogram. LD50. So, um, significantly, what is that, like 16 times <laughs> deadlier than the, than even this, the stonefish venom. But, uh, the stonefish takes the cake for fish venom. Um, and getting a subscription to Veritoxin gets you the following benefits. Intense localized pain, paralysis, tissue destruction, shock, and potentially death if it's not treated uh, soon. You have like a couple of hours. A large dose. Um, yeah, if you get a, like I said, if you if you like if you get the, um, you know the ver uh plus, uh, you know premium essentials pack. Yeah. Then you're gonna that, and if you step on one of these guys, that's what you're gonna receive. <laughs> Um, is the is is the uh, Delta Club member level of toxin amount of, of toxin um, target red card? Fortunately, amount. these things are relatively rare. So, like this is why other people tend to like other animals tend to be more dangerous, like snakes, because we encounter snakes more often. They live on land where we live, so uh, um, it's it's more common to. For, for deaths to occur from snake bites than um, it is for the stonefish. In fact, there have been no recorded deaths uh, due to the stonefish in Australia. I couldn't find any information anywhere else. Um, but uh, a, a huge portion of these guys live in Australia and just in Oceania and Southeast Asia. Um, and yeah, no deaths have been recorded at least since Europeans arrived back in the mid to late 18th century to dump all their prisoners off on the island um and now we have an antitoxin to make it even more less likely for someone to die unless they just ignore it and decide to keep just keep swimming um but uh researchers believe that native islanders and aborigines were common victims hmm. of the uh of the stonefish as they, as they would go diving and, um, and fishing and things like that. They would get stung and, and not have any way to really deal with it. Um, and actually there's a lot of current research going on about the reef stonefish's venom in particular, because, uh, they still aren't sure exactly what the mechanism of action is. Um, another, there's another related species called the estuary stonefish, and they figured out that the mechanism for that is similar to like how a black widow's venom works, just in 
much higher doses than a black widow can can dish out um surviving that be the victims next marvel spy movie stonefish yeah there's black widow and then there's stonefish <laughs> stonefish steve austin <laughs> uh surviving uh, victims may have stone saw is ready <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No. You. There's lasting nerve damage. Uh. For that can lead survivors. to muscle like, atrophy. Oof. Duh. Uh. You'll probably live, but you'll. Um. You're gonna remember it. You're gonna have something to remember this encounter by for the rest of your life. Like a little arm or a little leg. It's just. It's just gonna deflate like a. Like a. Like a. Uh, a pool animal yeah It'll, um and you're just gonna have this stumpy little arm forever <laughs> no you'll but you you will have like a lot of tissue and nerve damage um so don't touch the rocks if you're scuba diving or snorkeling in these areas um fun fact there is an aboriginal dance an ancient ritual dance uh, that the Ab and Aborigines are natives of Australia. Mm -hmm. um, they and it was meant to uh, teach kids about the dangers of encountering the stonefish. They da they dance around um, before pantomiming, getting stung on their foot, and dying of agony, like writhing on the ground. It's like it's not more. It is more of a pantomime than it would be a dance, I'd say. Um, but this is literally a safety dance. <laughs> and, I mean, you can dance if you want to. You leave your friends behind. I would leave a stonefish behind. But if your friend has been stung by a stonefish, don't leave them behind. Because then they're not going to dance. And then they won't be friends of yours. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's a, that's all I got. It's this it's the uh, the stonefish, a uh, big job of the or not a, a job of the hut looking ball of hyper venomous spikes that uh, you will have a very hard time seeing among the coral. That's a that's pretty terrifying. It is. Definitely don't go stomping around where it lives. Fortunately, it lives in the ocean, so you can very easily avoid it um, if you want. Just don't go there. But also, you know, if they 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 uh, hide attached to rocks and coral and things like that, and you're not supposed to be touching that stuff anyway when you're snorkeling and scuba diving... Uh, so you should be good to go. What's worse is like lionfish. They're a lot less venomous, but they're just swimming around in the in the open water where you know, like you can encounter them or they can attack you. So I would rather swim in an area that had stonefish attached to the stones than one that had lionfish if I wanted to avoid getting stung by something. Mm. 
We're in Florida, and like I said, we have all of the dangerous things here. So we have lionfish as well. And we have mountain lions. Mm -hmm. So we have we have land lions and ocean. <laughs> we don't we don't have sea lions. <laughs> um you got anything else? That's all I got. Alright. That was the stonefish for you out there the reef stonefish. For you out there in Podcastia. Find a good hiding spot. Cozy up on the seafloor. And if someone tries to step on you, give their foot the business like the stonefish here in life, death, and taxonomy. Hey Taxonomy Titans, I just want to remind you that we now have a Patreon. Patrons can see full video episodes and get shoutouts on the show. But ultimately, it's a way for you to help us cover some costs and get even better. Still, reviews are the best way to help us grow. So if you haven't left one yet, we'd really love to hear from you. As always, thanks for listening and engaging. <laughs> well, Foot, uh, I think we're going to go with your package. We liked what you were putting forward. Uh, we think it's affordable, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to doing business with you.